This is a podcast from RNIB's Insight Radio. Now, my week would not be complete unless I uh, I hooked up with... I'd, I'd like to call you my soap husband, David, if you don't mind. Hooked up? Yeah. So, husband? These are all the wrong new things to me, you know. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, it's what keeps me going. Do you know what I mean? I'm in the studio on my own today. I've only got Connie. Well, keep me you company. Know, this tiny little studio that you're in broadcasting to the nation. <laughs> it, it's not surprising that you're looking for a bit of extra company, I have to say. <laughs> David, how are you this week? I'm not too bad, thank you very much. And yeah, it, we had to sit out this morning, but it's gone again now. So yeah, that's that's winter for you. But there you go. Yeah, so we've been a bit the same here, actually. It's been a bit of a rotten week. But you've then had storms, haven't you? We've had storms, we've had gales, we've had everything. Um, but you know what the really interesting thing is, David? It was really, really strange. We have a building site opposite us. And during the height of the storms, the guys were all still out working on things like scaffolding. And these, this building that's barely, you know, a shell, um, all harnessed up to bits of metal. Mm, I wouldn't be doing that at all. No, you wouldn't catch me there. No way. No, I'm a bit of a, I'm a bit of a softie when it comes to the weather, David. I like to be nice and warm and cozy. I hate the rain. Me and my guide dog are the same. My guide dog hates going out to the loo in the rain. <laughs> 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 Do you know that I've got a garden table that he hides under for a pee if um if it's raining. I don't, I don't blame that dog at all. They need to come up with, you know, cats have litter trays. They need to come up with the dog equivalent, don't they, so they don't have to get wet when they go outside. You'd need a shovel to muck that out. No, thank you. <laughs> Dragon's dead. Dragon's dead, I'm telling you now. Oh, I can see us now. Anyway, listen, it's great to have you here this week. We've got so much soap news to catch up on. Um, Emmerdale is really, really hotting up at the moment because last night we saw Rona and Tess having a heart-to-heart. Um, obviously, Tess was telling Rona that she's in love with a married man, but he, you know, doesn't want to hurt his wife, but she and she wants a baby and blah, blah, blah. What poor Rona didn't realise was it's, it's actually Paddy she's talking about. Yes, this is the thing. And now there's a, the ITV are putting out a trailer for Emmerdale at the moment. You might have uh, seen it um, while channel flicking. And ba- basically, it's it's Paddy and Tess. And Tess is telling Paddy that they could be so happy together. And Paddy replies that he's already happy with Rona. And what does Tess do? She takes the mug that she's holding throws it across the kitchen and it smashes to smithereens so just what is Tess up to make sure you watch tonight's episode because we're gonna, I think we're going to find out a lot more about this relationship absolutely because it is kind of um you know the the way that well my wonderful eloquent husband uh put it to me was oh tonight Tess is gonna go rag so um I'm looking forward to seeing <laughs> I'm looking forward to seeing what happens there but you know it's such a shame for poor Rona and it's such a departure from kind of Paddy's nature I know he's got form but you just never expect somebody like Paddy to to do something like that to somebody like Rona. But I tell you something, see when Paddy's being nasty, Paddy is nasty. Paddy is quite nasty, actually, isn't he? This is the thing, and I don't like this now because we all know that Paddy is actually a decent fella underneath it all. He has made mistakes, of course, in the past. But yeah, this this whole nasty side of Paddy's not really nice. I mean, I understand why he's doing it, and he feels like his family is about to be threatened by Tess. But yeah, it's not really, well, I'm saying it's not really Tess's fault. Of course it is, because she's making her own decisions, of course. But at the same time, they're both in a, in a 
big, deep mess. And I think Paddy is actually scared of his feelings as well. Not that that excuses his temper, of course. I'm not saying that in the, for a second. And neither does it explain, neither does it excuse Tess's throwing mugs across rooms and goodness knows what else she's been getting up to. But yeah, it's um, just all I can say is tune in tonight. I can't wait. Actually, speaking of tempers, there's a couple of tempers that have been frayed recently on Emmerdale, uh, particularly in the last week. Uh, we have Aaron and, well, Kane went Raj, um, at Aaron's dad, Gordon, because obviously Aaron has now told the police that he was abused by his father. Um, mm. This is a really sensitive storyline, isn't it? Yeah, it is absolutely. Danny Miller, who plays him, absolutely brilliant, of course. And uh, Lucy Parge, who plays uh, Chaz, I think I said this last week, absolutely fantastic at the moment. She's feeling so many different levels of guilt at the moment for everything that happened in the past. This explains so much about Aaron's past, of course, as well. And the fact that, you know, the, the reason why he has been so such a troubled kid, but also when he first came out to Paddy all those years ago and he beat Paddy up and just couldn't handle his feelings at all. So it's all kind of coming out now. So It'd be very interesting to see what type of Aaron we get once all this is dealt with. And I don't think that's going to be for a good while yet. Obviously, in the middle of all this, of course, his relationship with Robert Sugden is coming into play as well. So, yeah, it's it's, it's really testing signs of just absolutely amazing to watch. Oh, definitely. I can't wait to see what happens with Aaron and Robert. As much of a, a rotter as Robert is, I still think Aaron could change him. I think we could see a nice Robert appear. Um, and, well, the and... people online absolutely love Aaron and Robert together. They oh, call them, them. Robron. Yeah. <laughs> oh, brilliant. <laughs> Brilliant, love it. Um, listen, another temper, just lastly with Emmerdale, another temper that's frayed, uh, we saw this last night, was Kieran's. Now, he nearly, nearly shook his baby son. Are we going to see a, a, a kind of storyline that amounts to him kind of maybe doing something not great to this child? Um, yeah, Kieran, far too immature, really, to be being a father to that baby and yeah it's, it's looking that way isn't it there's there's going to be some twists and turns in this one now and not in the way you expect I think that's all I can say but yeah it's a really serious issue of course and I don't actually think we've actually seen it from a man before in soap you know we've, we've kind of explored the way women how they how they behave after they've had babies and of course East Dennis is doing that brilliantly now with Stacey of course but I don't think we've ever seen a man really struggling to cope in this the kind of this depth of uh, of exploration as we're seeing now with Kieran and, and the baby and, and Paul Vanessa of course and yeah it's, it's a really interesting one Yes it is very much so well I shall definitely be watching tonight without a doubt okay listen let's move on to Coronation Street and uh, quite a bit happening there do you know I don't even know where to start with Coronation Street um, I know that a storyline coming up which is going to be a really really interesting one and one that I'm sure there'll be lots of debates over because uh, obviously there's always lots of debates about this one but Izzy um, now apparently she's going to be going down the cannabis route for pain relief Right, this is the thing now. Um, Izzy was um, in, she got caught up in, um, uh, with a bit of trouble she injured her hip in Underworld with all the martyr stuff going on and obviously now we all know that Izzy I, I've actually forgotten the condition that she has um, but basically she uh, has problems with um, walking and kind of she has to be in that wheelchair that she has and basically the, the hip um, situation is going to deteriorate so she's going to need some pain relief now she's saying that the pain killers that she has um, and, and basically not 
good enough for her and um yeah and it looks uh erica is going to kind of guide her towards using cannabis now the thing about cannabis as we all know there's been a massive debate about this over the last few years especially in this country is that it, it has there is anecdotal evidence and there is some medical evidence apparently as well I'm not going to go into that because i'm not a doctor of course um surprisingly enough jill is you know um it, it can help with pain relief um, from what people do say, and a lot of people do swear by it. But of course, it's an illegal drug still in this country, despite efforts to try and decriminalise it. So it looks like Izzy is going to be placing herself in a lot of danger indeed. I mean, my advice to Izzy is to get down at the doctors and explain in detail what is wrong. But as we all know, it's not that easy at all to do that. So it'd be very interesting to see where this takes her. Absolutely. I thought you were a doctor, David. You're so knowledgeable <laughs> and so clever about everything. Um, so you really surprised me today. Actually, um, I've got our Connie here. Uh, she's our producer. Connie, what is Izzy's syndrome? It's called Ehlers-Danlos syndrome. That's uh, it. Yes, that's it. Yes. Yeah, but I didn't I didn't know that. And I've never heard of it either. Never yeah, heard no, of it. It's... Um... She, um, I think, from from what from what I know, she um, she can walk at small, very very small distances if she has to, but obviously it's not very advisable. And, and yeah, so she does rely on the chair a lot. And uh, yeah, but uh, it's it's interesting because Izzy is. Is this a character who's kind of always been in the background a lot in Coronation Street, and now she's coming to the fore? And it'd be very interesting to see what she does because obviously she her situation is slightly different from the usual road you would go down in these storylines because you know she is in that chair and it does actually make her i mean it does actually make her a bit more vulnerable because her mobility is reduced in all this and you know she does have to think about the places she goes to i mean and many of the listeners listening now i'm quite sure will know exactly what i'm talking about you know it's not always easy to get from a to b when you've got so many obstacles in your way and i think that's what izzy's going to be finding in the next few weeks absolutely well just quickly finally with coronation street um what is this marta storyline all about i mean is this just a wee a side story or is there something going to come of this there is something going to come of this yeah and um, i can't really say too much at the moment but it's quite a bold storyline it's not really been done in soap before so it should be very interesting to see how that one develops Okay. Oh, you're not giving away very much at all, Mr. Jorgensen, I have to say. Uh, okay, let's move on, last but not least, to EastEnders. And, uh, well, you know, uh, there was a really nice moment, I thought, between Shirley and, uh, oh gosh, what's her, what's her fella's name? Um, uh, well, we always do this. Buster. <laughs> sorry, Buster. Buster. Sorry. Oh, you're talking about Shabnam for a second, then. Sorry. No, do you know it's Shirley and Buster, and um, obviously we've seen that that Shabnam has gone um with Jade. Now, about that. She was my favourite character. I know. I know. Is she gone for good? It looks that way, yeah. She's not coming back anytime soon. So. Well, you always know when they play that wee plinky plonky bit of music at the end of EastEnders that it's a kind of exit, don't you? Yeah, and when you get that, you know, they're off. And yeah, Shabnam got a source of happy ending. But yeah, I think she's not coming back for a very long time, as far as I know. But the bit I liked was when, um, you know, obviously Shirley is finding it hard because she doesn't have Jade and she had custody of Jade. Um, Buster feels useless, like he doesn't, he's he's unnecessary in Shirley's life. And um, he was going to leave and Danny Dyer uh, managed to talk him around, which yeah. I thought was Mick. Was <laughs> <laughs> I know, I'm so selective with uh, my real characters and, and the, my soap characters. But um, Mick 
was really really good at persuading him to to kind of hang about but I really loved the bit where where you know Shirley had said when he asked him to marry her and she said no but if she was going to marry anybody it would be him and that was just enough for him and I think there's such a great soap character soap couple yeah, they are, aren't they? And they, you know, Shirley's really come into her own now, and uh, things are kind of life is starting to fall into place. She has lost Jade, but it's a happy loss because obviously Jade is with her mum, and that's where she should be, of course. Um, obviously, well, Dean, her father. I mean, we obviously she doesn't need to go anywhere near him at all. He's just evil, 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 and he's never going to um, become good. I don't think ever. But once that gets out of the way, hopefully, we can see Shirley kind of, you know, kind of making a proper relationship with. With Mick and the rest of the guards family, but at the same time, of course, this is EastEnders, so nothing's going to go according to plan. So it be, remains to be seen what uh, Shirley's next drama is going to be. Absolutely. Speaking of big dramas, now we've seen Lucas is back in Denise's life, and uh, you know it's really, really strange. I mean, I just don't understand how she could forgive that man or you know even be remotely interested in that man again but Jordan his son who of course she was stepmother to for a while and uh, when Lucas disappeared then Jordan just seemed to vanish into the ether um, he's back in her life now and he's a he's a troubled boy yeah that's the thing and it's like as Denise pointed out the other night during prison visiting she's got two stepsons one Jordan and the other one so you know they, neither of them have turned up particularly well yeah it's going to be interesting to see what Jordan does now and uh, he's I've said, it's a big uh, actually quite a big backstory line in East End because when he was when he was around as a young boy he was the one who was attacked by Ben Mitchell and left in a COVID hospital and that kind of Ben Mitchell kind of going down the whole path of his violence ultimately um, as the rest of it so yeah it'll be very interesting to see how jordan kind of fits into life in albert square um i don't think i don't think it's going to be an easy one at all and i think uh, yeah i think denise has definitely opened a pandora's box here and yeah it remains to be seen what's going to actually happen but i don't think it's going to be an easy ride for her at all no, it doesn't seem like it. I mean, obviously, Patrick is not happy. Uh, neither is her sister. It's, it's, it just seems like it's all going to be the best. But, you know, these things always have a great way of turning themselves around. And you actually end up really liking these characters who are really quite unlikable when they, when they first appear. So the big twist in all this, of course, no, I'm, I don't know if it will be twisting, but it'll be very interesting to see is that Denise is now connected to the Hubbard family, specifically um, Vincent and Claudette. And you don't mess with those two at all, especially Vincent, but Claudette is nasty as well. So this time round, she's got some serious muscle on her side. So if Lucas is going to be causing any grief for her or Jordan or anybody else, she's got the Hubbard family on her side now. So, yeah, I think she's it, this is going to be a very different situation for her, I think absolutely love it oh I, I, all the soaps are so good at the moment they're so exciting in particular i can't wait to see eastenders tonight so uh, thank you for teasing that one up for us david it's always such a pleasure catching up with you and thank you so much for joining us on the program today if anybody wants to get the current issue of the magazine the new issue's out and it's amazing as it always is inside soap magazine it's just first class so do go out and get it if you can't and you want to take a look online it's a fully accessible website david Yes, InsideSoap.co.uk. Fantastic. David Georgeson from Inside Soap magazine, you have a fabulous week and we'll speak to you again very, very soon here on Insight Radio. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this podcast from RNIB's Insight Radio. For more podcasts, check out InsightRadio.co.uk.